What if business could be fun? This podcast is for people who no longer want work to be a four-letter word. It is a comedic look at the myths of work, life, and balance, where we expose the kind of thinking that sucks your will to live, and we replace it with powerful, easy-to-use tools so that you can shift gears and laugh about it all. The only requirement to listen is you need to be human. Podcast, please make sure that you click subscribe, rate, and review. And we are so happy. And if you have been listening to us for a while, yay! Thank you, thank you, thank you. We created this podcast because there were so many things we wish we had known when we started out as coaches and speakers and entrepreneurs. And we were both in these crazy million dollar masterminds going, Well, why didn't they tell us that? <laughs> or what's with what happened to that? Like, hello. And and how we're both like amazing coaches, but we still have to call each other every once in a while and get talk me up the ledge. Ledge 101. Can you have five minutes? So it's like you can be such an amazing coach, speaker, author, but sometimes you know you're still human in your life. So that's the inspiration for our podcast. And we're so excited to hear this amazing guest are Kirsten Anderson and Kathy are you going to do the intro or are we going to let her roll it out I just want to say that I love your energy and the way you start things off I am not one that has a natural amount of that kind of spirit I actually I'm not a vampire I wouldn't call myself an energy vampire (laughs) oh I was worried for a minute I am someone who really can riff off somebody else's energy. And I just love it. And when I met Kirsten and started calling her by her wrong name several weeks ago, I knew immediately that I wanted to have her on the podcast because what she does is above and beyond what you would think of as when I think of a personal trainer, I have an image of that, but she's going to break your and bust your image of what that is. It's and she's also a stunt professional okay a stunt oh my god that's so exciting two things about one stunt professional two in chicago so i would love to introduce the beautiful fabulous and talented kirsten i've said her name 45 times now and i'm gonna get it forever welcome kirsten thank you guys so much for having me this is my first ever uh, guest podcast Woohoo! I'm excited to be here with both of you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And you have a great smile too. And Chicago, Chicago. So are you a member of a BNI group, Kirsten? I am. That's how I met Kathy. I'm a member of BNI Downtown Connect and I have been for the past couple of years. Um, Because I was like, do they have a big use for stunt people? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Has Chicago business gone crazy? Is there a little, is there something I don't know? No. No, my BNI seat is for my personal training business. Ah. Yes, which has been going quite well. Um, and I'm also the visitor host in my BNI chapter. And so I got this lovely notification that Kathy was going to come to visit. Um, and I shot her off an email because she registered to visit us a few weeks in advance. So I had plenty of time to do a little bit of digging, including listening to your podcast, Still Human. And I just fell in love with both of your energy. You guys are an absolute hoot. Um, and I really think that you get your message and like your the intention of the podcast across every single time. 
So I, I love the, the humor that you bring to your business and to the, the coaching that you are giving out to the world. So thank you guys oh my so much. God. Thank wow. You. Well, thank you. And, you know, I just got to say, Kevi Keegan, I'm so in awe of her, Kirsten, Kirsten, sorry, dang it. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Kevi is like, she's always reading books. She's brilliant. And she's the kind of person that registers two weeks in advance. <laughs> Four weeks. Four weeks. And like Four weeks. I, I, I'm like, uh, oh my God, I didn't sign up for the link for today. What's, where's the link? Where's the, my whole morning is, where's the link? What's the link? Where's the link? Where's the link? Oh my God. And I love it that Kathy's like, four weeks out. I'm going to do this. <laughs> just happened to be the week that I was giving my feature presentation. So she got <gasps> to have a little deeper dive into how I run my business, which was phenomenal. And then afterwards, um, I mean, just from listening to Still Human and then actually putting a face to a name after that BNI meeting, I was like, I have to sit down with Kathy Keegan. One, like, got to go a little bit deeper into this. So here we are. Well, and I oh, we're going deep. And she did. She did a fabulous presentation on how she runs her business. And I think that this is really phenomenal. In fact, it might be something you want to share with people here just to get an idea of sort of here are the things, these things, wash, rinse, repeat, or do rinse, repeat, or whatever the thing is, the expression is. Yeah, because so many entrepreneurs are like, oh, this is working. I'm bored. Let me, let me change it. Like I've, I've done that. You know, I, I made things more complicated and then I blew it up. Let me buy a new system. This is working great, but I should go bigger tomorrow, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us. So because of my background in theater arts, in music, um, like when I, I, I went to school and my, my undergrad is in an acting degree. Um, (gasps) and I was also an athlete all growing up. I played soccer, went to state, I played volleyball. We were very competitive. I have that competitive, um, like mentality in a lot of ways. And then when I got to college and I started taking these acting classes, specifically movement and voice classes, it really opened up the world of not just mind-body connection, but also how energetically we express through the body, right? Mm. And so to me, it, it really is the trifecta. You know, it's the mind, body, spirit. Um, I, I haven't, I'm still a little bit young at my business, so I haven't quite figured out how to weave spirit in fluidly. But the reality of it is when your brain and your body are on the same page, you're able to accomplish more. And the direction that I go with a lot of my clients is to help them learn more healthful movement patterns for longevity. Um, A lot of my clients are, quite frankly, middle-aged women who have had sort of a come to Jesus moment, whether they fell down the stairs or whether they like tweaked their shoulder or, you know, they're starting to have low back issues. And it's, it's people who go, oh no, I don't want to have to worry about my health long-term as I continue to age. I have to start taking care of myself and doing something different. Um, and so that's really when I find I come into the picture for a lot of these people. And I love working with, with people who love to learn, who are curious, um, who are willing to spend a little bit of that time looking at their own body habits, looking at their own mind habits so that they can take what I'm, what I'm teaching them essentially in our work together 
and apply it to their own lives. You know, I, I don't want to be the personal trainer who, you know, come in, let me give you an hour of session. I'm going to make you sweat, you know, and rinse and repeat. That's not my mojo. Like, yes, I have long-term clients who've been with me for a long time, but what they do is they take what they've learned and they apply it to their daily lives. So, you know, I have clients in their seventies who can walk up and down the stairs without pain now. And, you know, one of my clients says that this is the strongest she's ever been and she's 76 years old, you know? So it's just, it, it makes me really happy to have a tangible impact on people's lives and on their physical health. And, you know, oh my God. Kristen, you show them how. That's the thing. They're recognizing their own patterns. They're observing what they do. And that gives them something that they can really work with. So it's not some crazy foreign concept of hold a dictionary on your head and, you know, count to three. It's, <laughs> it's this very practical. Do you realize that when you move in this direction or that one of the things that happened to me was I studied Alexander technique as a singer. Mm-hmm. And one of the first times I had my Alexander teacher there, and I know I, Elaine, I have I'm been like, adjusting my like, posture the whole time. Like, Alexander. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> and doing I'm like, is my neck out? Neck free. So, um, but the very first time I had my Alexander teacher there, the pianist is playing and I start to sing and my arms go up and she's sort of like, you don't need to fly to sing. But I didn't know. And she was so, she's so good. But the, there are parts of us that we use that we don't necessarily need to use. And so, and yes. I think that's part of the point is to sort of see how we might be over, I'm going to say efforting. <laughs> we are over efforting or we're doing something and we're putting more energy into it than is really required. And you're helping us see that here's what the natural movement is for you. And here's some ways to practice that and incorporate it. I love it. And I love it. And Kirsten, as I'm, you know, I'm in my fifties and, and I'm in, I'm in okay shape. I would like to get back to like my lean, mean, you know, but I'm sure. But, but, um, I love it that it's, you're never, it's never too late. Like Mm. I, I was a personal trainer and I loved the coaching aspect of it, but like having to be at the gym, it was for New York sports. So I had to be there like, so, or, you know, these long, long shifts and people would hit on me and my clients at like, Sorry. I was like, are you kidding? We're shifting. What's happening? But, um, one of my favorite clients was this woman, Arlene Donovan, and she was in her late seventies and she was fierce. She was like this tiny, but she worked out three times a week. She was consistent. And when she left the gym where I was, I went to a private gym. She tried to bring me, but the Equinox wouldn't have me, wouldn't let me come in. But um, I love it. Like, I feel like it's never too late. Okay, so it didn't work out, but it's not too late now. It's never too late. And especially, you know, you, you hit it. Consistency is queen. Consistency will trump intensity. Consistency is queen, baby. So it's, you know, nothing can, nothing is out of reach. If you are able to link up your body and your mind, I like to use the phrase, um, energy flows where focus goes. Yes. So what I try to do is kind of teach people what their checkpoints are so that they can assess their own movement quality. Mm. Um, But that, 
man, that consistency. Energy, energy flows where, where focus goes. Goes. Yes. Beautiful. Energy flows where focus goes. That's beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. I have another quick question, Kirsten. Sure. Which came first? Were you a trainer? And then you're like, Hey, I should be doing stunts in the movies. Or did you, did you that first? That's a good question. Um, so when I was in college, I was introduced to stage combat. I started playing with swords very early on. And that was actually my first touch to the Alexander technique because my stage combat ah. instructor uh, teaches Alexander and is certified in Alexander. Ah. Um, so, but in that, in that sort of same time period, I realized, oh, my theater friends, there's kind of, you know, with theater people, at least in, in my school, there were, there were kind of two types. You're either the music theater, like, ooh, I'm a dancer. And you're, you know, oh, you have that athleticism in your back pocket. But then there are other, you know, there's, there's a lot of people who felt, um, what's a good way to phrase this, maybe a little bit out of tune with their bodies. They, they weren't necess- they didn't necessarily grow up athletically. You know, they're, they're invested in the artistic endeavors. Um, and I just happened to be, to grow up in a community that was small enough where I got to do both, you know? So even in college, that was when I, I think the, the seed was sort of planted that, oh, maybe I could be a personal trainer because I started taking my theater friends to the gym and kind of showing them the ropes. Right. Um, but then after I graduated, I went out to a month-long stunt intensive, which was a hoot and made me realize how much I had to learn. Um, was this in LA? Where was this? Oh, this is. It was actually in Seattle. Okay. Um, and then after that, I moved to LA briefly, and quite frankly, it's it's not my town. I understand it's it's right up the vibe for some people, but. I I need a little more greenery in my life. Um, But while I was out there pursuing stunts and and performance, I I realized, you know what? I probably should find a job that's flexible other than babysitting. And so I found a program. I did a six-month intensive um, to get my personal training certification. And it it just stuck. And it stuck so well. I, I, I moved back to Illinois. I started training. And like right off the bat, I started working with older clientele and I've always adored working with people who have more life experience and different perspective. So so it's, and I never looked back, you know, that was a a decade ago at this point, 20, 10 years, 20, (laughs) 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 oh, 10 years. Oh my God. 10 years. My gosh. Okay. Okay. I have a question. I have a question. So I have, I have auditioned for a horse to ride a horse in commercials. I've done some weird stuff. I drove to Houston for a bean commercial. Do you have to audition to be a stunt person? And if so, do you have to do the actual stunt like in the casting director's office? Like how the hell, what is, tell me about that. Well, to be perfectly frank, the professional piece of, of, stunt performer work is relatively new. I've been working towards it for a while now, but just got my first professional gig. But I've been training with a crew in Chicago, with a group in Chicago called Midwest Stunts, was started pre-pandemic and then obviously the world shut down. So that, that got nipped in the bud there for a minute. But because of the pandemic, the audition process has changed, right? We're doing self-tapes. Oh. So... 
if, um, say for example, they're like, oh, so you're you know, doing we- selfies, uh-huh. helping you. Oh no, you can set you 100% set up your phone on a tripod, uh, figure out a decent angle because most of the time when you're, when you're auditioning for a stunt role, it's like, okay, you, you, you know, enter, or you do this little bit of movement and then you have a fall or you have a, whatever, you know, whatever the stunt is that you're auditioning for. But what's really cool about the Chicago community right now. And one of the reasons I'm so grateful to have been like part of this training group is because several of the stunt coordinators here in the city are, are cultivating a group of stunt professionals who can take on the small roles that we have in television. So instead of hiring one person to do the acting and then another person to do the fall, they're trying to combine it so that a stunt professional has enough acting to acting chops to get that small bit part and then can just do the stunt. And so that's that's kind of the the culture that they're trying to build here. And I'm so excited to be part of it. You know, brilliant. You know, it's so cool. And I was actually thinking that, you know, if they start doing movies about the pandemic, I could probably volunteer to be a stunt person for somebody on Zoom. Don't you think? One hundred percent. I thought you were going to say on the couch. <laughs> I'm on Zoom more than that. <laughs> no, I, I get it. No, I totally get it. Well, I just I'm so fascinated because you know, I'm the kind of person like, oh, that looks like a fun gig, like ballet dancer in my next life or something. But I have never wanted to like, oh, go ride a boat, you know, like the stunts. I've always been like, oh, no. However, I worked at a really crazy restaurant with a woman named Julie and she was a stunt person. And she was like this gorgeous, willowy brunette bartender. And she'd be like, oh, my God, I'm going to go be buried under dirt tomorrow. I'm so excited. And I'd be like, how do you do they give you a straw? I'm like, and she was a real adventurous person. And I, um, I mean, I hope I hope if you do ride motorcycles, I hope that they really teach you how to like roll. And, you know, like I just think that is so scary But she. She had a near-death accident, and I think she gave up her motorcycle, I hope. But, you know, she's doing great. She's back doing stunts, but no, it was for a while. I am not a—I do have my motorcycle license, but I am not a, a motorcycle stunt person. I am, like, okay, good. fighting and falls um, and, you know— Pat, can you do, like—or, like, <gasps> oh, my God, how about all the stuff that's happening on airplanes? Can you do that? Can you bite a flight attendant? Have yep. you heard? It's like, no. There was a thing. They had to duct tape this woman to her seat because she was so violently angry and they needed to control her until they could land the plane. Holy smokes. No, I'm out of the loop on this. Well, I think people I are... love duct tape. Yeah, well, that's a whole show. <laughs> I mean, isn't it great in the theater? You use it for everything. I've used it to hold up my boobs. I've used it to hold up a bookshelf. But anyway, I think I have a new level. So, so they ta- they duct taped her to her seat. Well, people wow. are easily triggered these days because we're coming. What do you mean? <laughs> it's true. You know, as we come out of as we come out of the pandemic, you know, it's sort of like on your mark, get set, okay. 
okay, now be everything that you were, have not been for the last 18 months and just start to perform and be perfect. Mm-hmm. And catch up. And the number of my clients who have come in over the last couple of weeks have been like, I'm just tired and I don't know why. And my, my question to them is, have you re, like re-engaged socially? Are you all of a sudden like filling up your social calendar in a way that you didn't have to do for 18 months? You know, it, it's, it's a different energy coming out of this pandemic, quite frankly. Right. And it's a good, it's a good time to try to take a chill pill, you know, rather than get duct taped to a seat on a plane. (laughs) Um, Oh, I feel so much compassion for everybody. And I, yeah, woman, you're right. I mean, I had to do it. Can you imagine being the person next to her? (laughs) Like, what do you just pretend like you don't see this is happening? Like going to chill pill. Yeah. A few deep breaths. And And, and we have those tools at our hand, right? At hand, we can take a deep breath and just also recognize that it, it, it is, it is still a little difficult out there and be patient with yourself and be patient with others. So how do you do that? How do you be patient? Right. It's sort of like, Hey, let it go. And I'm like, let it go is an outcome of a process. It's not, you just let it go. (laughs) Unless I have a phone in my hand and I let it go and I drop it. (laughs) And so the way you do it is you, you take a deep breath, right? You breathe yeah, in. You're like, it's an outcome of a process, <laughs> and everybody should know that. Because oh, no. linguistically, I'm like, I've always heard let go, let God. Oh, okay. Like, right. But don't but you wonder? Right. Like, well, how? Like, well, how? Letting it go oh, is the yeah. end result. You're right. right. No, right, you, Kathy, said, it's very clear. When I was newly sober in New York City, I'm like trying to figure out how do you audition? How do you make a living and not starve? How do you, you know, and then they'd be just like, just let go and let God. And I was like, whoa, I hate it when you say that. What does that mean? You're so happy. I was so angry when I was newly sober. And I was like, how do you get anything done? You just smile and you sit around and you're happy. Right. So, you know, let it go. Brene Brown um, has uh, on her podcast, I think you get, have you guys heard her podcast? Oh, at all? I have. I yeah. love her. That's awesome. I, I do yard work to her. Listening. So yeah. she has um, the, a, a series of rapid fire questions that she gives oh, right, right, to right. people at the end. And one of them is, okay, you, you are called to do something. You're called to be brave, but your fear is real and you feel it right in your throat. What's the first thing you do? And the most common answer, I think, is breathe. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. I mean, it's not the same for everybody, obviously. So, <laughs> but I, I think that there's a lot of power in that because breathing reconnects you to your body, reconnects you to the physical moment that you are in and gives you a little space, right? So um, that's one lesson that I really took home from the pandemic is gotta, love it. gotta breathe. So great, yeah. Debbie Ford, my my... The lady who taught me coaching would say our breathing is how we process our emotions, how we digest things. Here I go making fun of Kathy talking about process. And then I just talked about, process. so, um, well, okay, can I ask another Kirsten, uh, can I ask another Kirsten question? Can I ask? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Go for it. I meant to say question comma Kirsten. So 
when I was a personal trainer, I had a really hard time. Like, you know, I, you plan for like, okay, I'm going to make this much. And then I would have like a month where everybody was like, I'm taking a break. I'm leaving. My mother's sick. And I, and I was terrified to depend wholly on that. Do you have subscriptions? How do you, you just seem so smart with your business. How do you, well, it's your secret. It's, it's been a process. Let me tell you. Um, at this point process again, Ha, ha, Here we go with the ha, words. No, it's it's real though because the the personal training industry on the whole, uh, especially in like a big box gym scenario, is built on the concept of you get paid when a client shows up. That's it. That's all. You know, if they don't show up, then you don't get paid, which is terribly, terribly stressful. And I, oh my God, you know, especially in the summer months where everyone's like, oh, I think I'm I'm gonna like pull back to maybe once a week or take a month off or, you know, whatever, because it's nice outside. I'm going to go run. I'm going to, okay. I'm sure you're going to go run. You, you go do you, but then financially I'm just going. <sighs> so where I'm at these days, um, quite frankly, I'm, I'm really lucky. I have a core group of clients that have been with me since I started training in Chicago. Um, it's, which is about five years now, but I've transitioned to, a monthly like payment plan. Um, oh, brilliant. And I'm doing a combination of in-person and virtual training these days. So it's not just like, and not just virtual like Zoom sessions. Although I do have some people who are still exclusively um, working out with me via Zoom. Like they have a great setup in their house and, you know, uh, and it works out just fine. Um, but one of my pandemic pivots was, figuring out how on earth I can train people without being in the same room. And so I have found this phenomenal app called True Coach. Um, and so I, I'm now doing a hybrid of in-person training and app-based homework, essentially, so that they see me once a week and then they have things to do for the rest of the week. Um, and it's, it's still a little bit new and I'm still figuring out like all the contracty bits and what exactly do, am I offering and like, you know, being clear for myself as well as for them and like figuring out how to become more professional and like add contracts to it, add all the waivers and all the blah, 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 um, you know, putting on a real coaching business hat. Um, with it, which is also part of my pandemic pivot is really focusing on that business hat as opposed to just showing up in my business as a technician, Mm -hmm. Um, you know? And so I'm just, I'm really excited about how it's going so far. And the response that I've been getting from my clientele has been phenomenal. So it's it's an adventure. And it's, I I love it. And and you, you took something that people could interpret in any number of different ways and just said, how can I make this work? You know, you asked that question, how can I make this work? What do I need to do? And you experimented and you tried things out. It's just, it's just wonderful. It's really inspirational to hear you talk. And I think it's important for people to realize that, that this is what it is when you're, when you are engaged in business, it is doing the same thing over and over and, and getting better at it and getting information from when you do it. Getting so, clearer. Right. You get, that's great. Yeah. You get clearer. And you know what, you know what I love too, Kirsten, I have to practice. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a lot of Kirstens or Christines in your life? 
Uh, I probably, They're, you know, God knows who's in my phone right now. But um, but I love it that you, because ultimately, I mean, I love coaching. But if I'm still coaching the same core people ten years from now, you, you know, I didn't do my job right. Like we want people to come to us and learn and integrate. But I love it that you're, you know, you work with them and then they get to go home and see, am I really committed? Will I do this on my own? Okay, I'm really good for the first three days. And then Thursday and Friday, I'm like, or whatever, you know, like, and I just love that. I mean, I've been studying tiny habits Mm -hmm. because I'm really, really working on, um, you know, my first addiction was food and I've done tons of work. I had three addictions, whatever, but like, I still there's a witching hour for me, not every day, but sometimes in the late afternoon or early evenings, I get like anxiety or I'm disconnected. And so I'm really trying to reach for my spiritual tools versus Doritos or whatever, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So, so much about that is, is knowing yourself and knowing your triggers and also knowing how to cope or, or what your kind of exit strategies are when you are, when you get those triggers. Cause right. at the end of the day, every habit starts with a trigger, mm-hmm. right? Um, whether you see something or whether it's a situational trigger or what have you, you know, um, and it's, if it, you really do, you have to know yourself. And so for people who, you know, cause I, I, I am this, this hybrid process that I'm doing right now is still relatively new. Um, but they, you do my, the, the clients who are being successful at it, they're, they're either very self-motivated or we've had enough conversations to be like, what do you actually need? What is your priority here? Because if, if you're saying that your priority is this one thing, but then you're acting in a different way, then it takes a little bit of digging to figure out, okay, what we were doing. What am I doing? Right. Yeah. You know, and if it's into this, but somehow the Doritos keep ending up (laughs) on my desk or whatever. Exactly. And it's, it's again, just knowing yourself and, and having someone to bounce those situations off of so that together, you you know, both of you are coaches. You, you understand that process, how, together you can kind of come up with a solution and mm-hmm. I don't you know and I learned this in my personal training business a long time ago you know I, there was a period of time where I was like I wrote out all of my clients workouts for the month and I would show up and everything would be prepared and then I would get to the gym and either the equipment that I wanted was already taken or my client walked in and was like oh I like tweaked my shoulder or something you know I slept oh weird and, and all of a sudden my plan exactly and so I, you know, I tried, I tried so hard to force this like structure onto my coaching business for a little while. And then finally I realized I just, you got to let go of the ego. You got to roll with the flow. You got to like, you know, if meet one them thing, where they are, if one, right. Thing you got to meet working, them where they are. Then somebody, you try something new. Somebody let go. Let go. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just had to bring that back up. But it's I, I think, now is that an is that an outcome to a process? Kevin? It is. You're in the middle of a process. And what happens? What happened? You were white knuckling your schedule and your plan for them. And what happened? Your knuckles just turned white and your body's all frozen up and it's not helping anybody. 
you know, and yeah, so it is, it's just such a great, I mean, I, I love the intention, right? I love the intent that she was like, I'm going to help and I'm all the structure and it makes me, one of my friends, um, Danielle, she had, she was very cosmopolitan and, you know, studied in Paris. And when she was like, when I have kids, they're not going to go to McDonald's. They're going to be eating sushi. She had all these like big ideas that, you know, and like, once you have kids, you're like, yeah, those are great plans. Guess what? They ate at McDonald's sometimes, you know, like. Right. There's yeah. what you plan. And then just being able to look at the plan and say, okay, let's see how we switch. And the more you become flexible with that, the easier it is to approach a situation. It's why I was dragged to do improv when I was much younger. <laughs> was because everything was so scripted. I had to be so prepared. Look at me. I said, I sign up for something a month before I'm supposed to go. What does that tell you? That tells you spontaneous is a word that's in the dictionary that I don't use a lot. Um, and so who took you? Who took you? Who dragged you? Well, I read a book by Barbara Sher called Wishcraft, and it was a group of women, maybe six or seven of us. Mm. And they just looked at me and said, you need to go do improv. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Really? And it it was one of the best things I ever did. One of the best things I ever did because everything, I was that person holding on for dear life saying, that's not how this is. You don't understand. My mission is to help you, you know, and (laughs) that's not helpful. It's not helpful. (laughs) It's not meeting someone where they are. Right. Right. And like Kathy, like you said, you know, you, you said earlier that you're really good at riffing off of other people's energy, right? So that I'm sure that goes not only when you were doing improv, but I'm sure that also plays out when you're with your clients. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. You go with, you know, you can meet them where they are. And then that partnership, whether it's coaching, whether it's personal training, that partnership is, you know, two or more are more than two. You know, it's it's that that that's there's that something else that happens, that energetic shift that happens when you're working with somebody else that gives inspiration, new ideas, ahas, all of that. It's really, it's, mm. it seems magical, but it, and maybe you could call it that, but I also think it's a product of being willing to work with someone else and say, I'm not really sure here. I could, I could use some input or help me think this through. Mm-hmm. I think the more I've learned as a coach and the more that I have developed as a personal trainer, the more input I am seeking from my clients. Because ultimately, I, I believe that the body has an innate intelligence mm-hmm. and that every person ask, oh, what's this book? Tell me about this book. I'm sorry. I'm like interrupting a lot today. I apologize. Uh, basically, it's, a, it's ask your clients what they need. Ask your prospects what they need. And what they think they need. And then the way you ask can help lead them down the right thing. Anyway, it's, um, yeah. I mean, I think so many times people write a book, but they forget to ask people what they really need. Or they take two years and then everything's changed. So, yeah, I love it that you're seeking, like, how can I help you? What do you What do you think you need to work on? Like those kinds of questions, Kirsten? Well, and, and circling back a little bit. So when I... Uh, I'm currently in week 11 out of week 12 of my very first beta testing group for completely virtual app-based coaching. Wow. 
Congratulations. Thank you. It's going, it's going really well. And, um, one of my clients had, has had some cool success. Um, she just shared with me that, you know, yesterday was the most that she was able to run consistently in her entire life. And wow. Like, and it, you know, it, it wasn't like this huge magical number. It's not like she went out and ran a marathon all of a sudden, but it, you know, it's being able it's to celebrate. Best. Exactly. <sighs> so exciting. Um, but when, when I first, so Kathy, I think you and I have some things alike. So I, I, when I was creating this program, I had this, you know, ideal client in mind. I, I was looking for middle-aged women with, you know, aches and pains and what have you. And then in the span of like two weeks, I'd gotten a bunch of referrals, several of them from BNI, several people from my own personal network that I reached out to was like, are you interested in this? Um, and I sat down and had conversations with them. And the response pretty much from that entire demographic was, this isn't the type of training that I'm looking for. And I was like, well, I'm so glad that we just had this conversation. So now I get to pivot and I get to find, uh, find people who are looking for this. And it was, it was um, a nice lesson in humility in a way, because again, you know, not being overly attached to the outcome, not being so attached or, or taking it personally that this right. demographic mm-hmm. that I love working with in person isn't looking for this type of training that I'm, you know, this, this new genre of training that I'm doing now. And, you know, the ability, like I said, not to take it personally, but to just be like, okay, that's, that's great. That's great. Now I get to reframe what I'm doing. Um, and just flow it out, man. Mm-hmm. Don't take it personally and flow it out. Flow it out, flow it out baby. That's beautiful. What an inspiration. I love it. So, Kirsten, you are so together. I mean, oh, I don't know how old you are. You look like what? You're 25. Ha ha. No, 26. Um, I am. On, I'm thankfully past 30. Like, okay. I'm a happy camper being in my thirties these days. I'm very happy I, about it. I say, you know what your twenties are about? Figuring out what you don't want. One. Who you're not going to date. Okay. Not going to live with that kind of person. Uh, not going to work here. Not going to, you know, like that's part of your twenties is like, okay. And now you're like over the hump. But circling so. back. It's easy. It's very easy to put on a little sheen and to present like everything is together. But just mm. like Kathy said, it's a process. It's a process. <laughs> it's, a process. Right? it's a process. I wonder what the theme of this episode is going to be. Do you think it might be um, And this is part of it. You know, like listening to us, listening to this conversation. We're in a process too, you know, and it can be really, really fun. And the, the fact is, you know, I have to look at certain things, especially as a coach, is that I'm going to have to go through virtually anything that I'm going to end up coaching. There's no way to avoid that. That's my job. Yeah. Now, I don't go running into the middle of the street saying, hello, people, I could use a coaching circumstance. But I do end up, you know, just like that. That is going to be our next show. We're going to go on the street. <laughs> and people would be like, oh what the heck is that? <laughs> Are you homeless, lady? What's happening? <laughs> that makes no sense at all. That's not how this works. Not how this works. 
Oh my God. Pivoting in the pandemic was messy. Sitting Mm. in a, in a personal training seat when all I had done previous to the pandemic was in-person sessions. And suddenly I'm, I'm sitting in this referral sharing group going, you can't send me anybody. Like, I don't, I don't have my services together. Like I don't, I don't have something that I want to offer people. And it was great because everyone was so willing to offer suggestions like, Oh, you could try, you know, hosting zoom classes or doing this, that, and the other. And I'm like the way, you know, every person, every coach has to find their own path to coaching. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things that I was seeing other trainers do, I'm like, that's not the direction that I need to go. I need to, right. I need to sit with this mess, quite frankly, a little bit longer and sit with <laughs> the feelings of insecurity a little bit longer until, until I've worked through something so that I have a moment of clarity about what I'm looking for. But you can't find that moment of clarity unless you sit in the mess. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's true. And, and so you did it beautifully and you, the, yep, the marvelous messy middle as Sark likes to call it. And it's true. And you asked for help along the way, even when you didn't know what the help was you were asking for. And, and just even putting that out there, ask like the book that uh, Elaine, you just held up it, what you're doing is you're sending energy out there saying, I'm, I'm, wi- I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. Oh my gosh. Well, Kirsten, this has been so lovely getting to know you. I'm so inspired by um, just everything. And I'm, I know, like, once people meet Kathy, it's just how can you not love her? She's just so great. 100%. And I'm, you know, and I'm so happy to hear, too, that your BNI group, it sounds like they, like, circled the wagons. Like, I just love hearing, um, I, I mean, horrific things happened last year. And amazing things happened out of it, you know, and I just keep hearing so many miracles that happened and not to um, dismiss any of the pain and loss and loss and grief that people went through. But it just makes me so happy to hear how so many groups came together and like lifted each other up and Mm -hmm. figure this out together. And, um, you know, it was. I mean, I was just kind of reflecting on like where I was this time last year. And I was like, I was alone a lot because I didn't want to um, endanger my lady that I took care of. So I was super, super, super safe and careful, which I'm grateful for. But it was hard, yeah. you know. So, um, well, I know we have to wrap up in a minute. Kirsten, how can people find you? Um you, you know, maybe somebody's casting a movie and they need like, <laughs> an under five who also um, wrangles snakes. I don't know. Um, or they want to know more about your um, your training. Where do they go? What do we do? Tell us. Quite frankly, the, the best way to get in touch is to either email me or check me out on Instagram. So my email is k.andersen, S-E-N, dot synergy at gmail.com because my my training company is called synergy fitness training fitness for muscle and mind Ooh. Um, say that one more time hey dot k dot anderson s-e-n dot synergy at gmail.com and then my um my instagram handle is at kung fu kirsten Ooh, that's good <laughs> I I, I remember once um, having to, um, we had to let somebody go 
And um, we were in the room and going over this and they had the strangest website or, or the strangest email address because we had to reach out to them in their personal email address. And here you are in this sad, tragic moment and you have this kind of, in this case, it was kind of a hilarious name and people weren't getting the spelling. And so you've just fired somebody. You've just ruined their lives. And now you're going over this email trying to get it right. It was just, it hurt. But you're not going to have that happen because you're you're kung fu, Kirsten. It's true. Was that sad yeah. that you brought that up? I, I I wasn't. It's supposed to be kind of funny, but anyway, it's not. Anyway, we can always cut. No, you know what? No, Kathy. Well, you know what's great is that there's awkward moments. Mm. Like stuff happens, or like, have you ever said some goodbye to somebody? Like you were so excited to meet them, and it was really cool. And thank you so much. And we'll, I'll call. We'll call. We'll do coffee, whatever. And then you run into them again, like two minutes later. You know, like pulling out. Like it could just there's there's just awkward times. Like you <laughs> awkward say goodbye. Times. You say goodbye at the door to the restaurant, at, or the and then you see them again, right? And then you start walking the same direction. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! And then Pete, that's when you fake it on your phone. That's when you're like, "Oh, I gotta take this, right?" Oh, like I just start cackling. I just cackle. Yeah. I like cackling Laugh too. Laugh it off. Well, thank you, Kirsten. It's been so great. And Kathy, you know your mission is to end needless workplace suffering. You're a badass coach. If you're struggling, if you're one of the people that said, "Forget this, I'm quitting," if you want to quit without killing anybody, if you are contemplating starting your own, like if you're any in those places in work, Kathy Keegan will get you clear. She's no pressure. She is an amazing coach and she is not pressure with sales at all. But I mean, she's fabulous. So Kathy, if people are like, I have to meet this woman, I have to know more about you. Where do they go? Kathy, what do they do? Kathy Keegan.com. It's as simple as that. As simple as that. With K. With K's. K. Kathy and Keegan are both with K's. That is correct. And Kathy is just a normal K-A-T-H-Y spelling. So good, because I know everybody spells weird. This is everyone's like, favorite. This is everyone's favorite part of our broadcast um, when we talk. Oh, really? I think so. And then and here's the part then, where I remind everybody of how fantabulous you are and the amazing work that you do. And the fact that you have an oh, upcoming stop. webinar. You have one every month that is free. It is free, complimentary, and you will learn so much from the, the best of the best because that's who Elaine is. I love her. I love her. I'm so grateful to know her. And you can reach her at Captivate the Crowd. She is a storyteller of the best kind. Oh, thank you. And, you know, I just want to say to the listeners, so it's tomorrow I'm doing a deep dive into story what's underneath story, why our brains love story, why it's kind of addictive and how you can utilize story and really everything that you're doing, whether it's your bio, your profile, um, any kind of communication with people, the more you can integrate little stories and, and simple pithy ways, it's so powerful and it really helps people stop and grab their attention because information plus emotion equals long-term memory compared to buy my stuff. Oh my God. You know, we're we're getting bombarded with so much stuff. So information plus thank emotion. You. I love, I love your laughter so much. So after this is going to come out after that happened, but there's a replay was my point. So if you want to hear the story, deep dive, if you want to work, talk about live video, please contact me. I have a really super hot 
confidence on camera checklist. Just go to CaptivateTheCrowd.com and we'll talk. It'll be fun. You'll come. We'll do, Kathy and I are going to do another clubhouse soon. We just love talking, don't we, darlings? We just love we talking. Do. Kirsten, thank you so much. This thank you. really fun. Kung Fu Kirsten! Thank you so much for having me as a guest. I appreciate it. Everybody, great. Yay! You made it to the end. Thank you so much for listening. We're so excited you were here. Feel free to reach out at stillhumanpodcast at gmail.com or Kathy at kathykeegan.com or Elaine at captivatethecrowd.com. See you next time.